Amen. Thank you. Right, well, look, uh, thank you for inviting me to speak about CAP today. Um, CAP, Christians Against Poverty. You might not have heard too much about it. They're based out of Bradford. But in 1996, John Kirby was then um, someone who worked in financial services at the time, and he just felt called by God that someone needed to help people in debt. And uh, he was perhaps a little surprised to think to find out that God wanted that someone to be him. Uh, so he, he left his job and set up CAP, Christians Against Poverty. And so uh, I'm here to give you a bit of background uh, about CAP today and what it does. Um, but just to say that on your tables you should have a little form. Um, and if you fill that in and give your contact details, and yes, at the top right of the box, give the GDPR so we can actually talk to you. It's always nice. Um, what I will do at the end is that I will be manning the desk just behind us, um, along with Karen, who's um, kindly come over from Barnet Debt Centre to help, uh, just really to give you more, more information and a chance to chat. And that book... That I, you know, I said, if you fill in the form, we will give you a book, and it's the life of John Kirby. It's an amazing life. Setting up the charity, how he did it, how he acted in faith, and it grew in faith. But we'll touch on a bit more about that um, as we go through today. So um, what I'm here to do is to talk to you, really, about the challenge of poverty in this country. And if I'm lucky, these slides might work. Look again. Yes, look again at our community. Um, and really, what CAP is about is wanting to bring hope. Hope to those who felt that they didn't have hope. Um, and it works through local churches. Always likes to work in partnership with local churches. And so at this, this point in this country, there are something like one and a half million people who are in destitution. Now, what does destitution mean? It means that they don't have a place to eat. Sorry, to sleep. Don't have a place to sleep. Food to eat. Heating or lighting for, no, for more than five days. They can't afford it. Appropriate f- clothing or footwear. Or basic toiletries. That's one and a half million people who don't have these things. Parents who are missing meals so that their children can eat. Elderly people who don't put the heating on because they can't afford the bills. Or people battling with mental health or other things whilst also being hounded by debt collectors and bailiffs, knocking on the door, demanding money. Now, one and a half million people... I don't know if it's easy to sort of get a feel for what that's like. Uh, I looked up the population for the total of the London Borough of Barnet today. I think we're in Barnet here, aren't we? Yes, uh, 400,000. That's so four times this. If you add in Hertfordshire, you get about there. And that's people like you and me who have hit some hard times, who are struggling. And they need hope. Hope is key for all of us. I'd like to now show you a video. So all being well, that'll start playing in a second. But this is a story of Tina. My neighbours didn't know what situation I was in. To walk past the house, no, you wouldn't know. The only thing you think is, oh, that person keeps their curtains closed. You don't know what goes on behind closed doors. 
The one thing I didn't want was to be judged. You put a front on to people. I won't have a cup of tea because I've only got a quarter of a pint of milk that's got to last me a week. You make excuses. Oh, the boiler's not working today, so I can't put the heating on, sorry. Oh, the bulbs are blown, sorry. I'd go around and take the bulbs out. My bedtime became sort of four or five o'clock in the evening because I couldn't read by the lights I had and or do my cross-stitch or anything like that. Collect the post once in a blue moon, a big pile of letters, and it, we want this, we want this, we want this. You can't have it, there's just nothing left. You don't see an end. And as much as people tell you there's an end, there isn't. You're living, not day to day, I was living minute to minute. And the only answer I could see was, if I'm not on this earth, you can't get anything from me. Although one and a half million people haven't got enough food to eat, heating for their home, or even a place to call their home, right here, right now in the UK, poverty is in every community, often hidden behind closed doors. I know what it's like to not have enough to feed your children. I know what it's like to have to leave home. And that's why I started CAP 23 years ago. We offer award-winning debt counselling. We have job clubs and we offer courses that help people with life skills and dependencies. Every one of our life transforming services is run in partnership with a local church just like yours. Whenever CAP partner with local churches, lives are transformed and poverty is relieved. Every year together, tens of thousands of lives are touched by the work of CAP and the local church. But most importantly, around a thousand people choose to respond to Jesus. On her own, Tina had absolutely no chance of resolving her debt situation. But once the local church and Cap were on the scene, things began to change dramatically. It was a relief when Ruth came round because for once it was someone that wanted to listen to me, that wasn't getting paid to listen to me. And I sobbed. I broke my heart. She then said, right, we're going to help you here. They will sort you a budget out that gives you money that I can go shopping where I could open the post and just put it in an envelope and send it to Ruth or keep it for her next visit. Such a relief to be able to get up in the morning and open your blinds and your curtains and you see sunlight instead of a dark room. You know, and I remember going to church after I went debt free. You right? Yep. I went debt free the other day. Yeah, and you know, and everyone was genuinely pleased that I'd done it as well. And through the coach journey, I started going to my local Baptist church. And it started restoring my faith. I got baptised. And it was like a piece of my wall that I put up came down. But also another weight got lifted with the support of my father and the support of the churches and the people around me. I can now start rebuilding my life. Tina needed that hope, and someone needs to give that hope. I was um, between jobs back in the, um, I think it was February, February, March, 
uh, this time last year. Um, and I was helping out at the food bank. Uh, a lady came to the food bank. She's called Sarah. Um, when she finally pulled up the courage to come in, she came in to say that she had actually been to us a week before. But she just felt too embarrassed to come in and ask for help. She had had a good job, a very good job in the, in London. She's a project manager for a major retail store. Then she got made redundant. And three years later, she still hadn't found another job. She'd used all her savings. She needed hope. And I think that's fundamentally what um, CAP wants to do. It looks at the world. It looks at the world in much the same way God, I think, looks at the world. If we go to Isaiah and think about Isaiah, he was someone called by God to speak the truth and to challenge his people. To challenge his people to be the community that God wanted them to be. This was some 700 years before Jesus. He saw the state of the nation. Um, and the injustice and the suffering of the poor. And he wanted, well, if we read, the Lord enters judgment against the elders and leaders of his people. It's you who have ruined my vineyard, plundered from the poor. Sorry, the plunder from your poor is in your houses. What do you mean by crushing my people and grinding the faces of the poor, declares the Lord? This is not what God wants for his people. It's not what God wants for us. Isaiah, um, he encountered with God, and um, I think this one, you may well have touched on this passage recently because someone who was praying it earlier about um, in the year of Isaiah saw the Lord. Seated on the throne, train of his robe, fill the temple. Woe to me, I cried, Isaiah cried, for I am ruined, for I am a man of unclean lips. And I live among people of unclean lips, and my eyes have seen the King, the Lord Almighty. And then one of the seraphim flew to me with a live coal that he had taken from the tongs from the altar. With it he touched my mouth and said, See, this has touched your lips. Your guilt has been taken away and your sin atoned for. Then I heard the voice of the Lord. Who shall I send and who will go for me? And I said, Here I am. Send me. Isaiah was fearful that the encounter with the holiness of God would consume him. But actually... God can free all of us from whatever has been before in our lives. And he can bring healing. In the same way as I think we've, if we're fortunate enough to be Christians, we know God has healed us from our sins. He's taken that away, removed it completely. We are free. And that is free indeed. Now what Cap asks, asks churches to do is look again at your communities. And it seeks to help Equip churches to find ways to open the door to something like 23,000 people a year. People who wouldn't normally come into church. So back to Isaiah. 
He sees the oppression of the poor and the brokenness surrounding him. It it moves his spirit and God gets it. Isaiah knew that he wasn't perfect and I find that so encouraging because I know I'm not perfect. But the main thing that Isaiah was, was willing. It didn't really matter what experience, what our background is. If we trust God and we are willing to serve him, then we can be his messengers to this world. Cap's initial focus when it was founding was helping those in debt and helping those get out of debt. It would do it in practical ways like helping prepare a budget and then working with them to get out of debt. It often negotiated on their behalf with creditors to try to reduce the amount of debt that they needed to pay. But now they've broadened their range of courses and the activities that they do to include things that avoid people getting into debt. And I think some of you may have heard of cap money courses. That is something that is a three-week course run in churches all over the country that help people just get grips with their finances. Manage your money. Because if you don't, money will manage you. As you saw from the story of Tina, Tina was living in real oppression. She was fearful of people open knocking on the door. Um, there is a story which I've heard in my time at CAP about a, a young mother with some kids and um, they were in debt. The bailiffs were after them and knocking on the door. And uh, one day uh, the door opened and one of the kids opened the front door. If you've got bailiffs outside your door, that's a problem. Because once that door's open, they can come in. So they did. They came in and they took the kids' Christmas presents that they'd just received to recover their debt. It's legal, but it's not the way we want this world to work. So what CAP seeks to do is to equip churches to reach out and help for those who need that hope. Now that can be in a range of ways. We've talked briefly about the CAP debt help. help. There's the money courses and um, just to give you a bit of background about that, that's a three-week course. It's nice and easy for something to do, a church to run. First week helps people talk about budgeting. Second week says, well, what if the budgets don't balance? I think my experience, they hardly ever do. Uh, and the final week is then debt. And this funny thing called savings. Um, I'll throw it out there. Uh, there's 27 million households in this country. How many do you think have any savings? Sorry, how many have no savings at all? What do you think? Just give me some numbers. 27 in total. How many have no savings at all? 20. 10 million. 10 million have no savings at all. Now, that's pretty difficult. What happens if your washing machine breaks? I had a, in fact, Liz had a, a message from one of our friends today. MOT, car MOT fail. Epic fail. So what happens? People head to debt. Uh, and debt... It's fine if you can manage it, but if you get to the point where you can't, it starts to get really, you can't see the, your way out. So yes, CAP works with churches. Um, life skills um, basically is helping people to sort of live on a budget. Uh, the CAP job clubs helps those who have been out of work for a number of weeks, months, years, find a job, an eight-week course, run in churches to help people find jobs. Uh, fresh start is for those with addiction. 
these are all services that CAP run well before you get debt into a debt situation. But yes, they're there for you, helping lots of people get out of debt. And they want to work with the churches because the churches are those who come alongside the people. All the paperwork's then set up to Bradford, and that's what you're paying for when you sponsor and support CAP. There's a head office. They deal with all the financial regulations and the negotiations and things like that because you know what? That's quite complicated. Um, But the relationship is held in the church. Now, since starting uh, CAP, 20,000 people have become debt-free, which is amazing. 8,000 have come to know Jesus which is even more amazing. Because there's no doubt, uh, CAP is about Christians against poverty and makes no apologies for the fact that it talks openly about the saving power of Jesus and the help that he brings. It's all well and good helping someone live a a little bit longer, but we actually like to give them eternal life as well. So, a few things about what CAP does. And it probably is only a few things. I can't possibly cover them all. In the book, if you choose to get it, there is a load more. There's a load more about God working powerfully in the work of CAP as it started. I've got another book there, which is 12 live stories of people whose lives have been changed through the work. But I I hope you can imagine it. For those without hope... We are the church. We are those who need to be offering them that hope. And so my question really is, I hope that God is stirring your heart today. I hope God is asking you, what can you do? And I trust that we all believe in the power of prayer. Um, You should find these forms on your desk, on the table. Please take the chance to fill them in. If you start by just your name and contact details and the top ticks for GDPR that allow us to actually contact you, then we'll send you information about the work of CAP so that you can pray. That's, That's vital. Perhaps God is calling this church to run CAP services, whether it's money, whether it's job clubs, things like this. Because, as I said, CAP only works through churches. But also, let's be honest, CAP's a charity. It has a head office of a number of people who are working to help these uh, 20, roughly 23,000 people in contact each year get out of debt. And that takes money. And so we invite everyone here to be a life changer. It's called life changer because that's exactly what it is. For someone like Tina... Getting out of debt is life-changing. The freedom that comes when you're no longer feeling the burden of people chasing you for debt. And so I'd like to invite you to uh, participate with us. Again, the same form, if top rife, if you'd like to tick the box to give a donation, that would be wonderful. Join with the thousands who do support CAP all over the country. On average, our giving, our monthly gift is about £15 a month. And, and we thank God for that. But for some, £5 is a challenge. And let me be honest, we will be grateful for any money you feel you can give towards CAP uh, and the work it does to help, those, help the poor.
But I know that um, God sometimes blesses people generously, really generously. And for them, perhaps £50 a month isn't impossible. And if you are able to be give £50 a month, we've got a special term for those vision sponsors because they're people who really are helping the charity grow, reach more people. We want more people to be debt-free. We want more people to know Jesus. And so please consider how you can respond. Often we hear how clients like Tina just don't understand why there are thousands of people, thousands of people all over this country who care enough to want to help get them out of their situation. But we have been blessed by God's forgiveness of us and our sins. It's so much bigger. A chance just to share some of that good news. But one last thing. Please remember the heart of CAP is to work in partnership with churches. So please, if you don't yet give to this church, please give to this church first. We want churches to grow and flourish. But once we can grow and flourish, then yes, we'd love you to support the work of CAP. CAP's grown over the years. I think you probably can't see, you can see the general direction of the, 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 the graphs. We're up at something like 600 debt centres, uh, 149 job clubs all over the country. Growing, I would say it tends to be from the north coming down. But that's, people need help. People need hope. Tina was lucky. She met people from the church who cared, who wanted to help her in her situation, who came alongside, partnered with her and was a friend. And yes, it was great to hear her coming along to church later, being baptised, getting to know Jesus. Yes, step free, but with Jesus too. So please consider how you'd like to respond. I will be here. Karen will be here afterwards. Please come over and chat. Really welcome the chance to chat with you. But thank you. Thank you for listening. If I can just pray, and then I'll hand back to the team. Lord, I just really pray that if anything here that I've said is from you, that you'll drill it into our hearts, that you will prompt us on how to respond. But Lord, if it's just for me, and remove it, take it away. Just drop it outside. Lord, may we know how we respond and serve you in all that we do. Amen. Amen. Steve, if you just stay there for a second for us. Sure. Um, just to let you know, guys, um, the money management course, I actually did it about 15 years ago with Andrew, and um, it was revolutionary. I mean, we used to fight over money all the time, big time. It was like Andrew would turn around to me and go, uh, we need to talk about money, and it'd be like, dun, 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 and this tension would fall upon the house. Um, but once we'd done the money management course, it was absolutely brilliant. We just, like, it's so less pressure. Um, yeah. And it's not like I was in massive debt. We only ever had a debt of a mortgage in the whole time of being married. But it was still so much better. Um, and we have actually sponsored you already. So, All right. Yeah, Thank that's you. one Thank great you. one. But it's just like, it'd be great if, um, if you've got any questions, if that's right. Yeah, yeah, sure. Because yeah? it'd be great. Happy. You might have questions about money, the money management course or generally what CAP does. 
Um, just a couple of minutes just to have some questions. That's all right. While you're thinking about the questions, someone said from over in that direction, accountants, boring. Yes, boring. But what money management about is what do you need to pay? Yeah. And then what things do you want? What are those things that matter to you that are important? And then it's working out how to make those happen. Yeah. Um, because ultimately in life, you're going to prioritise whatever you spend your money on. But what we urge people to do is think about it, yeah. to plan for it, decide what matters most, and do those things. And then, you know, the other things, they can drop away. And the system is really easy to use, isn't it? Because, it's I mean, very it's incredibly easy. easy, even for a non-accountant marketing person oh. like myself. Um, so, yeah, it is really good. It, any questions? Anyone got any questions? About anything? <laughs> Come on, be bold. Not about anything, but about what we've been talking about. <laughs> you know what I mean? Give me a chance. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Come on, somebody must have a question. Hello. Yeah, go for it. Um, when you're running the courses in churches, um, does the church itself run them, or do you send people to uh, do well, like the fresh start or the? Okay, the I, I can answer that one. Um, I, I mean, I'm one of the cap money coaches at my church. I was interested in cap, and I thought, how can I do something useful? And so I attended a one-day training course to learn how to be a cap money coach. The best thing about it is you don't have to be a finance person at all. Um, we've got four of us who are coaches at my church. Um, one of them is a very good uh, car insurance damage assessor. Uh, excellent. Uh, not a finance qualification, but he tells you how many panels have been damaged on your car. Uh, and, and he's really good at this. Um, and so realistically... You get taught on that day everything you need. You get access to the system. Um, as you were saying, there's an online system for people to budget. Uh, but as a money coach, you also get access to that. And it also gives you the resources. So all the videos you need, a plan for um, the course is all provided. CAP done, have done the work that makes it quite easy to run. So we run three, four ca uh, money courses a year. Um, and And... Yeah, it's, it's quite easy to do, but it's best to be run yourself in the church. Uh, that's what we try and encourage people to do. And cap money is probably the easiest thing because it's just three weeks. It's not a major commitment. As you go to some of the others like the Life Skills or the Job Club, that's eight weeks. So a bit more of a commitment to run. And then probably the highest commitment is if you can run a debt centre, which a debt centre is when you know, you'd go out and partner people who have severe debt situations and in practical terms again what happens there is you take the paperwork the, the person who visits will take the paperwork will send it up to Bradford Bradford will do all the hard complicated accounting and, and whatever and negotiation for that matter uh, and then the church would then present that budget back to the individual and make sure they, they can live on it because I mean that's the key thing there's no point doing a budget you can't actually live on um, but cap have experience and so that's re that's really why you need the head office because honestly i'm not sure i'd want to do that great <laughs> any other questions yeah is it just at bradford they're doing they're arranging ivas then uh the, all the ivas and things are arranged via bradford they're never done locally um yeah, yeah, no, that's where, because to do it properly, you've got to be FCA qualified. There's a team up there who are, 
Um, whereas if you're a money coach or even a debt coach, you don't have to be FCA qualified. That isn't something that I've done nor probably could do, um, which is the good bit because, as it were, we just deal with a relationship, the people, and be a friend, and they do the complicated stuff. Now, clearly that's where John had his experience at the beginning, and that was very useful. But, um, yeah, it lifts the burden from churches. Great. Any other questions? Oh, One. I'm not sure if we're the, can, can the mic get that far? <laughs> yeah, it's a bit nearer. Go on, Em. In Tina's case. Hang on, I'm coming over. <laughs> uh, in Tina's case, uh, I read a little bit of a synopsis of her life story. She appeared to have suffered from some sort of domestic abuse, apart from her, her um, physical complaints about her rumbling hip, hip problem. Um, she also appeared to have some sort of domestic uh, issues, I think. It came up on the story. It wasn't just uh, the money problem, and that's mm. not linked together, because a lot of the people who are fight, who, are, who come from this, uh, who end up, rather, in, uh, in, in a, in a destitu- in destitution and lack of hope, is from other f- factors. Now, if the CAP will get involved as a Christian society, a Christian body, assisting uh, people like Tina in getting out of debt... Would you link up with the local council social services? Um, they have safeguarding adults units to assist in situations like this because these are quite serious matters. Um, I, I believe I, I, they absolutely are serious matters. And the majority of people who end up in these sort of circumstances, it's a complex situation. There's plenty else going on. Where there is need for safeguarding, I do understand CAP does liaise with um, relevant safeguarding authorities because, in fact, one thing CAP is noticing, that it's getting perhaps a disproportionately high number of people who have those sort of complexities added um, because it's willing to try and help in those circumstances. Now, often then it is complicated... Um, and the main thing is to be their support for them. But I think this is really also where the church, it's really important in the church context, that they are brought into a community with friends and support, the wider support. Because it's, if you actually uh, listen, well, listening to the video, the thing that struck me most about Tina, her situation, is the isolation she is. She's cut herself off from the outside world, fearful of what's going to happen. And that is absolute isolation. And God never wants us to be isolated. And by inviting someone into the church, it is obviously their choice. But inviting them into the church and bringing them into community, then we can love them. And that community is so important to help encourage people. But I think... um, but yes, thank you, and, and I agree. It is often complex situations, perhaps loss of job, sometimes divorce, other situations that caused people to end up in these situations. And yeah. so it's not like they've done it themselves. Often life is a bit tough sometimes. Yeah. Great. Sorry, yes. 
Hi, my name's Karen Hedges. I actually work in the Barnet Cap Debt Centre and have done for five years. It's just the most amazing privilege role to have. And just to answer that gentleman's question, Steve, what Stephen said is absolutely right. But um, when I come across a case where um, actually I've, I've had clients who are being financially abused by another member of their family. Yeah, so... Um, I have referred things to social services because um, I'm trained as a debt coach, but I'm not a social worker. Um, so certainly I do refer things to social workers. Also, we make use of all the other services that are around. I refer my clients to the drug and alcohol services that are around here in Barnet. And... Um, all those kinds of things. So we are working with other services to help the clients. But, as Stephen said as well, one of the things, and I think what you saw with Tina, that she was probably getting help from different places, but where she really found her hope and her salvation was through the church. And we do really, you know, it's really key for us to be partnering with other organisations and referral agencies, but you know, the church is the hope for the nation and is a hope for our clients, and that's where we're, we're really seeing breakthrough. And, you know, for those of you who sign the form to pray today, that is so, so important because without that prayer, I see my clients, they, they begin to move forward and then they can get stuck, and only prayer, you know, is going to see that breakthrough for our clients. So if you're people who want to sign that form to pray, please be praying. And please be praying for the Barnet Cap Debt Centre. You know, over the last year, we have seen 14 people in this area go debt-free. And we are working in N12. Um, we're working in N3. We're working for the whole borough of Barnet. It's massive. And if any of you want to get involved, please, please come and speak to me because we'd love to have more debt coaches. Um, and four people um, re responded to Jesus over the last year. So that is just really Fantastic. exciting. Thanks. Great stuff. And one That's final great. question. So in terms of the money management course, yes. what sort of level would you say you'd find it advantageous to do this course? Um, the course is really for those starting, I would say. Right. Because the first thing it says is how to do a budget. Yep. Now, I think if you've got a budget, then great. But if you haven't, you need one, bluntly, my view. Now then, that's week one, yep. prepare a budget. If you've got a budget, you might be able to bypass to week two, although I wouldn't necessarily uh, recommend it. I think week two is good because week two is just bouncing around ideas with everyone in the group to say, well, what can we do? Uh, and, and to be honest, that, that's everything from you know, reading Martin Lewis um, and all his um, money savings uh, ideas and things like this, which I love to do, um, or just you know, exploring better ways to get discounts. But I think it definitely assumes you don't need to have lots of experience of finance. You don't. Great. But um, if you've got an idea, it'll just make it easier. <laughs> great stuff. Well, can we give a round of applause? That'd be, that's great, isn't it? If we could have the band up as well. And don't forget to come and get your book. Yeah, don't forget the book. <laughs>